not too funny. Yeah. All right, we're here in the studio with Prison to Promise, and I have the original gangster here, <laughs> the OG of this outlet uh, called Prison to Promise, and his name is Thomas Payne. Welcome to the studio. Hey, thank you very much. Thanks for having me. And we have another guest in the studio, Miss Amy Brewer. Miss Amy, thanks for coming in. Thank you. Great to be here. And I hear we're all teaming up for the special special project, which I'm pretty excited about. Today is October the 5th. Ladies and gentlemen, you are hearing this live October the 5th, actually pre-recorded, but that's okay. Thomas, tell me a little bit about this Prison to Promise, just an overview. Uh, Prison to Promise, OG's Tell the Redemption, is a podcast I got going. It's to shine a light on ex-offenders, ex-addicts, and really some of the homeless people also because I consider us the invisible people. People see us but act like they don't, and I'm trying to bring the light on them, on us, to show the people that we are not monsters. We have done things in the past that we're not proud of, and we got to live with every day. Mm -hmm. But society just keep beating us down with it, and we need to get that light. We need to put a brighter light on us instead of that black dot by our name. We need to try to erase that. And that's the purpose of Premises of Promise, OG's Tell the Redemption, so we can highlight people like me and ex-offenders, ex-addicts, and the homeless to show people, hey, we deserve a second chance too. Okay, Thomas has his own podcast, and he will tell you about that. We'll put it in our link, but we're going to dive a little bit deeper into what makes you you here in a minute. All right, Miss Amy. Tell us a little bit about you and your background and just refresh people who may not know your story. All right. It's great being here. Great to have the opportunity just to talk about um, where I am. As many people know, and, and some who do not know, I've been in office for 32 years. 32? 32 years. Hard to believe I was a very young lady when I was first elected. Thomas, can you believe 32? <laughs> 32. Yeah, that's that's, that's a long time. Long time. And being kind of a, a leader in the community, a role model in the community, um, trying to have a pulse through all these years, a pulse on what's happening in our community. And when I say that, I mean really a pulse on what's happening with everyone in our community. Mm -hmm. Sometimes as leaders, um, we may have a smaller scope, um, but we do represent everybody. Mm -hmm. And that is what I've been trying to do um, is being a part of the community to have a pulse on everyone, those who may vote for me, those who don't vote, vote for me, and some that do not vote at all. Mm -hmm. And that, to me, is what makes a really great leader, to know what's going on with everyone. And so I've been trying to expand my scope, have a better understanding as to what's really happening in our community, especially in this day and age mm -hmm. when the environment is very volatile and people are on edge and there's a lot of emotion. It's very important that... We step out of our comfort zones and really open up our eyes and take a look at what's really, really happening um, around us. Did, did your eyes get opened up a little bit more from council member to mayor? Was there a big change? Did you see a little bit differently? Not necessarily. I think in all my years, it's called experience. Um, when, you first, when you're first elected, uh, there's a naivety about getting in office. But over time and experience and developing relationships and communication, communicating with other people, um, expanding your, your, your base. Mm -hmm. And I live 
in the heart of downtown, which really gives you a much better view and idea of what's happening versus in your neighborhoods. And things happen in your neighborhoods, but what you see in your in your downtowns and those walking on the streets and those that may be homeless and those that have mental health issues, you begin to see some of those kinds of things that you would normally you would normally not see. All right, as we are all three here together, uh, Michael Myers want to oh. have you <laughs> uh, do a little bit of talking about turning the table. All yes, right. turn the table <laughs> and yes. All right. Well, uh, my my story is uh, a little bit different. I own Home Manager, and we have a couple different businesses here in town. We're a big part of the community. We have Hometown Paradise, Hometown Hangout, Hometown uh, Radio Station. We have you know a, a lot of different things, but all with the purpose of really just trying to share the love of Jesus with as many people as we can. We hit the reset button as much as we can. Uh, whether it's your house, you need help you know hitting the reset button over a flood in your basement or whatever we'll come in and help you or if you just need help hanging a picture kind of thing or if you need a snow cone on the other side of town whatever we just find ways uh, to help fit in but my background law enforcement for about 25 years I was security manager security director at a lot of different places and uh, so my perspective on public service has been uh, influenced uh, in different avenues along the way and it's always been service related, you know, helping the community in any way that I could through public service. And when we started Home Manager, it was kind of birthed out of the, you know, helping my father-in-law for 18 years who was disabled. And uh, we cared for him in our home. And uh, he lived with us until he passed. Instead of putting him in a nursing home, he had a debilitating stroke on the left side. So super pubic catheter, you know, I was the nurse at 3 o'clock in the morning changing the you know the stuff that you don't want to change you know all that stuff in an attempt to just help people we raised 14 foster kids or adoptive parents of three uh, just been very active in just trying to help people so that's kind of my background so if I could ask you this question as we Thomas and I came to you um, not too long ago to say here is an idea that we have what are your thoughts about that what made you decide to say hey Great idea. What mm -hmm. is your thought? So just your mindset in terms of how the, all of us coming together to yeah, do this I, today. You know, I, I really believe in divine appointments, but regardless if you believe that or not, I just feel like there's people there as a support and a help along the way. So when I heard about the story, your background, I know your story, Miss Amy, and my own personal take on some things, I thought, yeah, let's get together, get it on uh, in a, a studio to get it recorded so that people can hear the, the heart behind it. And then if they can lend a helping hand, whether it's through prayer or whether it's through practical means, let, let's get it out there and give people the opportunity. And we really appreciate the, this opportunity, and we're very excited about um, – doing this and the message and sharing and I think it in many ways is going to help so many people on so many levels as we as we get into that's awesome so folks if you want to hear more about an original gangster a mayor and a cop who came together for one cause stay tuned